Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show. Wins for Arsenal and West Ham in Europe and a new manager for Chelsea. It's Friday 9th of September. I'm Marcus Feller. I'm Andy Russell. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Luke Moore. Hello, everybody. Good to have you with us. Right before we get underway, obviously, everyone at the Football Ramble was saddened to hear of the passing of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II, and our condolences go out to her family and, of course, the entire nation. At the time of recording, we don't know if uh, there are going to be any games this weekend, but there's still plenty of football to talk about. So although it won't be the regular preview show you're used to, we're still going to cover all the big stories. Uh, so, gentlemen, uh, let's talk about some of the European stuff. And we'll start with Manchester United, uh, who lost at home uh, to Real Sociedad 1-0. Now, this was after consultation with the FA. The game did go ahead, of course. The big talking point of the game was um, was the penalty, was the goal, Jim. Uh, controversial to give a handball. What yeah. do you make of the incident? Well, it's, it's a funny one, isn't it? Because it seems a little bit harsh because it hits his leg first. But at the same time, he does sort of dive at it mm-hmm. in a quite goalkeeper-y way. 
Uh, which <laughs> you do, so you you kind of put yourself at risk of that happening, don't you? If you if you commit like that. Yeah, Presnel Kimpembe is the classic of the genre. You know where Marcus Rashford scored that late goal to put United through at the Parc des Princes. Yeah, he was one of the first big ones to get done like that, right. where he sort of like made himself extra wide by yeah. turning his back on it. That was the that was the way it was considered. That was considered quite controversial at the time. It's probably worth underlining as well that what you were describing, Jim, that the ball hitting your body and then your hand couldn't be handball last season but it can be handball this season yeah. just to add that extra layer of clarity to it's funny though isn't it because even even within that you know that situation there's, there's, there are so many ways where that can be harsh and where it can be completely fair enough it's like yeah. it would it will just I mean, it was never going to be a way to, yeah. to make this completely fair and, and transparent and, 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 and Andy's really that's really helpful to, to do the clarification because I wasn't actually aware of that until until you told me that earlier um, well, that's the point, isn't it? That yeah. no one's really aware and of exactly. That's what I was going to say. What yeah. it is, and and the the laws get so caught up with unnatural position this and making yourself bigger that and shady guidelines that mm. no one gets mm. to see in the media other than the clubs and the referees and stuff. Because if you look at the laws of the game, it's actually only half the story because these guidelines that are dished out we never really get to see in their entirety. So, what? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe this is a controversial thing to say, but I wonder whether the the handball. Um, law just needs to go completely back to basics and and be a far more simple, clear thing. Because I'm pretty sure back in I the day, agree with that. it used to just be deliberate handball. Yes. Yeah. It, it used to be if you've deliberately tried mm. to put your hand mm. and then and then that 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 sp- wasn't even that long ago. No, and that spurred the old no. making yourself bigger thing. And now you've got defenders. I, I think it's actually quite weird that you've got defenders now who will defend an active play in the penalty mm. area with their hands behind their back. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, Jim, you said it was look quite goalkeeper. I thought I I disagree with you. If my goalkeeper. Was was diving at the ball with his hands that close to his body? I would think give yourself a bit of a. Yeah. You think what's that with the hair doing? Yeah. It, <laughs> it feels like the rule has evolved to justify some of the decisions. Well, look, the, 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 it was given, and 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 and, and Bryce Mendes uh, uh, tucked the penalty away with some aplomb. Nice pen, yeah. Uh, it was was it nice to see David Silva back in Manchester? Absolutely, not got for Manchester there, isn't he? But not for Manchester United fans. It was nice. To Did see you him. see um, Raúl Sociedad rather mischievously tweeted him leaving the stadium and? Waving to the crowds, and it said, Manchester is blue, dot, 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 and white. No. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. what, what did you make about because Because Manchester United have had a resurgence in form. They look, they look far better as a unit. Yeah. They look like, I mean, you know, we don't know what goes on on the training field, but it looks from the outside in that they're starting to take on board a lot of what Ten Hag wants to do. And mm-hmm. it's been very encouraging, you know, win against Arsenal, you know, a couple of other wins as well. I thought they were really kind of disappointing. Mm. And, and, and I know that, I know that, you know, on paper, you go Manchester United in Europe at home to Real Sociedad. It's a disastrous result. I'm not. I'm not suggesting it's quite as, as bad as that. Real Sociedad have had a kind of fairly indifferent start of the season. Okay, they've won a couple. I think maybe lost or drawn respectable one. side. Yeah, they're a decent side, but they're mid-table in Spain. I know it's early days, but they're mid-table in Spain. This is not mm. like a, this is this is a Europa League game, right? Um, I, I thought, given the the work they've done to build up to the form they've mm. been in and the team they picked which I think really was a pretty strong team, Man United. It felt to me there was a bit of a lack of intensity. Well, I, I guess that's the question. In terms of a positive dynamic, did Ten Hag do the right thing? Should he have, if he wanted to guard that positive dynamic, picked exactly the same players? I don't think that's really particularly practical, given that, like the, schedule. the schedule. It's, it's just yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. not possible. But then again, if he, if he rests everyone, he gets slated for 
letting some air out of the balloon. So oh, yeah. it's, it's actually quite a difficult game and to, yeah, to you're pick right. for. Did, it, did he it, underestimate massively how much of a sulk um, Cristiano Ronaldo would have been having to play in the Europa League? Well, I was yeah. about to say, should he, should he have picked <laughs> Europa League debut, right? Well, yeah, it's It must the, have been. Well, it's the, his first game outside of the Champions League since 2002, which is, of course... In Europe. Uh, but outside the Champions League. Yeah, but what uh, yeah, sorry, in European competition. <laughs> yeah, I've he has seen played. him. I know. I was there. Yeah. I saw it. He has. He has won the FA Cup. Yeah, uh, but, but yeah, uh, only a couple of years after that. Um, Do you reckon but, he was sulking about that? Do you think he was thinking, "This is fuck. This is beneath me." This. Well, I think that uh, he probably, this bench is literally beneath me. Yeah, yeah maybe. I, or, or he heard the the coaches saying to Ten Hag, "Why are you playing that Duffer Ronaldo?" Tonight? Yeah, yeah. Know, I don't know. Who's that old man you're playing? Right. <laughs> is it as simple as that? Their their intensity drops a little bit because he can't press from the front. Could could that have gone against? No, because infecting the whole team. No, I, 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 who knows what it was. He had um, a few moments. He wasn't far away from scoring. Yeah, exactly. But I think you know, Manchester United can lose at home to Real Sociedad. It's, yeah. not, it's not ridiculous. On yeah. another night, they wouldn't have lost. Again, the penalty at least three of us around the table, I think, are saying it wasn't a penalty. I, I think this is a really good point, Marcus. The fact is, they've got six group games. There's no way they're not going to get out no. of this group, surely. Surely, surely. Yeah, I, 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 I take all those points. I guess the only point I was making, and, and you're right about the, the handball and the penalty markers, but I still think it's may not. It's still within their control mm. to overcome a poor decision. Yeah, at home. Yeah, but, I mean, no, no, of course. Yeah, but it, you know, it wasn't before half time. That's the main thing. Yeah. Um, uh, but good news for Manchester United, though, because apparently the club's stock market value has gone up £450 million in the last month with their return to form. Have you, have you, have you mistaken the yeah. today's running order with an internal memo to the Glazer family? I'm just highlighting <laughs> the absolute mentalness of uh, the free market economy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it goes towards all the interest, doesn't it? it? Yeah. Indeed, yeah. it does. Um, we, we, we should say that uh, there was, there was uh, another uh, unhappy chappy at uh, Old Trafford, and it was, of course... Uh, your friend and mine uh, commentator Ian Dark Pompey's finest Pompey is big he from Pompey, Portsmouth big, big Pompey fan yeah oh he's a fan is he from the I think area? he is yeah because no, I, think I know a lot of people they, well, do you want me to pool. check there's you big... carry on and I'll yeah, check okay. where he was from I just know Portsmouth have a big draw that's <laughs> all and people they're from a massive the club a massive global <laughs> to be, to brand to be fair right it's, 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 I went to um, uh, Ghana uh, uh, of course and, 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 and a number of people wearing Portsmouth kits was that in Sally Mantari days yeah what year was mm. it it could have been but I think also though I think let's Lin- assume it was I know I think Linvoy Primus has done a lot of charity work right. around the area and has handed out a lot of Portsmouth kits because I've seen a lot of Portsmouth an unusual amount of Portsmouth kits in Africa that's all I'm saying it's not unusual not unusual um, born in Portsmouth carry on there we are okay <laughs> That's the real... Well filled, though, by the way, was while I was checking that out. Um, well, Dean Dark said this, hate to have a moan on a night such as this, but getting away from Manchester United car park is a truly horrendous experience. So far, 90-minute wait. Was that during the game? He was like, oh, no, I can't be bothered with this. Um, United need to look at these arrangements. They don't work. Well, with all that extra cash he had, maybe they can yeah. pile it into some I, I love, I more love effective it. system. I love it like in the media industry, you're, you're, so you're, <laughs> you're trained at all. You're trained to like, this is about the listener experience, yeah, 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 the viewer yeah, yeah. experience. And, you know, no one wants to hear about this stuff. You know, when I, when I was, when we were at college and we did some media stuff, I remember being told over and over again, mm. no one listening cares about your equipment. Yeah. Don't talk about your equipment. Yeah. Don't talk about yourself. Yeah. They want to be entertained. Yeah. And Ian's just snapped absolutely yeah. snapped. Oh, look, he's a fine enough, commentator yeah. we've all had our moments and he's should he's... there be a separate car park for people such as Ian Dark so he can get away and do his well, job express lane yeah like that for the Olympics 20, 2012 I thought a man yeah. of his calibre he'd be getting the chopper out of there but there we are maybe get uh, to the chopper <laughs> 
<laughs> Get me out of here. I've had enough of this. Uh, elsewhere uh, in uh, the Europa League, in Switzerland, Jim Campbell, Arsenal beat FC Zurich 2-1. A debut goal for Marquinhos. Yes. Lovely finish. Zurich, literally the home of football. Yeah, very, very much well, so. Yeah. Well, the home of football admin. Yeah. yeah. And the FIFA Museum, <laughs> yes. which is where all football is kept. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was it was an absolute classic of the form in terms of like mm. your first away Europa League game. Oh, yeah. Um, get it done. Captain Xhaka, that was nice to mm. see. Um, kind of gone under the radar a little bit that he, he was given the armband. That's that's a nice, nice little kind of you know mm. note on his on his redemption path, I suppose. Um, so is he still on that path? Yeah, I th- well, I, yeah, I, th- I suppose he's redeemed now. Jim, isn't you he? need now to forgive a, him. Now I it's think. just a lap. Oh, I, <laughs> I need to forgive him. You see, I see what you've done there. <laughs> Either way, is against it... Crystal Palace, and now we don't like him anymore. <laughs> uh-huh. is, is it? Like... He told me to f off. <laughs> <laughs> he did. I was there. He did. Did yeah. you boo him though? Do, you what? Did you boo him? No, I've so never. So he wasn't talking to you then, was he? He wasn't talking to you then. Andy, were you going to make Not a football you. point? Not you. No, no. Andy was going to make a football point. I, I yeah. think he was, Shall we yeah. let him? Go on, Andy. Yeah, right. get what what I was actually going to say is, is, is it like letting the fun uncle child mind? Yeah, very much so. Um, but yeah, Marquinhos had a very good debut. Really nice finish for his goal. Uh, Eddie and Ketty is really hench now. I don't know if everyone's aware yeah. of this. He he has bulked up. He is buff. Mm. Uh, so Are you and him been training well. together? Is that the vibes? <laughs> <laughs> Profoundly not. No, <laughs> Jim. The big story is surely that for Arsenal fans that there's a, there's a new Vieira in the midfield. Oh, it's it's lovely. He's got Fabio Vieira on the back of his shirt, and I wonder if actually that's worth know, the uh, more than you could ever imagine. Yeah, got the song back. Yeah, it's, it's, exactly. Still rhymes. Yeah. Still, still works. Are you going to buy him rhymes. some red velvet to put over the Fabio for Christmas? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe. Uh-huh. Yeah, he uh, he's, he had a really good game actually, but he does look very very slight. I can see him uh, see him getting Patrick Vieira fairly early, was quite fairly. slight. Patrick Vieira is wiry. What are though. you talking about? Tall and yeah. wiry, not yeah. slight. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oi, wiry. Less of that. Just yeah. Keep, I mean, keep that's, that's mad. <laughs> And I want to reignite that debate. Uh-huh. <laughs> Taking us back. Um, gentlemen, uh, we got this from uh, Robert Kingston uh, on, on the old emails. Um, he said, imagine if Martinelli marries a girl named Ellie Martin and she decides to double barrel the surname. Ellie Martin Martinelli. All yeah. the best, Rob. Thanks, Rob. And that, and, and, <laughs> Cheers, Robbo. I know that people listening might think that from Robert's a little bit, um, you know, a little bit dull. But mm. I think that's exactly the kind of emails we should be encouraging more yeah. often on oh, this I, show. I, I it reminds agree. me of when we were talking about um, Shadow Ami Obi Obe. Yeah, exactly. Sammy Ami Obi Mbe, etc. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I don't I'm think anyone. I don't think anyone would be able to think of another completely palindromic double-barreled name. What a great word. Yeah. I don't, mm. think you, I don't think you could do it. And if you, if you do think you can do it, show it at footballramble.com. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's also not a palindrome, is it? Because it has to be the same forward. Well, you know what I mean? Oh. In terms of, yeah, okay. I would say it's in the same kind of ballpark as a palindrome. And I really wanted to say the world palind- yeah, uh, palindromic. Yeah. So. Oh, well, yeah. well, well done, everybody. Everyone wins. Oh, a lot of uh, 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 tail wagging going on in the studio. Um, <laughs> now, uh, let us move on to uh, West Ham uh, against uh, Stoyber Gris. Good win for West Ham. <clears throat> um, apparently, uh, their, their Romanian hoodoo is over because over 2015 and 17, and we remember those those dark years, they lost twice in successive season yeah. uh, to Astra in the uh, Europa League qualifiers. You can't well, be did... having a Romanian hoodoo. It takes so long to get rid of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, how often does it come up? Yeah. <laughs> it, it did genuinely cast a big shadow over West Ham, yeah. didn't it? Because mm. you remember like Sullivan and Gold sold the Olympic Stadium to the supporters by going, oh, it'd be amazing when we fill it up for European fixtures. And a lot of fans are obviously quite upset about leaving Upton Park. They go there and like the first or second game there, they got knocked out by Astra in the qualifiers. Mm, yeah. And then there was that guy outside the ground, wasn't there, that West Ham fan who turned into a meme. Yeah. He was really angry. Astra! 
Yeah, no, it was, and it was a uh, okay. Oh we lost our, our fucking Astro Gogo, <laughs> and someone turned that into like basically the final line, like I don't know, wake me up before you go, go or something yeah, like lovely. that. And it was great. Nice it was great. So I think West Ham fans need to understand that it's been disappointing that that they're Romanian hoodoo, mm. but some other people like us have got some entertainment out of it. Indeed, yeah. No, I think it was a good win. It was because they went one 0 down. Of course, it was a great second half performance from uh, those Hammers. Yeah. Another penalty that was slightly controversial, yeah, according it, to you. It looked Campbell. more like a foul on the keeper to me initially, mm. um, but, but 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 I think I think that you know we haven't I haven't had a chance to do this because I was on the show on Monday, but just very very briefly, the officiating on this stuff's in a really bad way at the moment. Mm. It's in a really bad way. There was so many decisions last weekend. Mm-hmm. Speaking of people pushing into other people, I can't remember the game now, but there was a, a goal ruled out for VAR yeah. because the goalkeeper fouled. So well, some, the goalkeeper was fouled, but the guy who apparently fouled him, I think it might be Joe Willock, was pushed into him. Yeah. By another player, like and, and, and that, that was actually an underrated bit of skill. I know there was a lot of outrage <laughs> yeah. against VAR, but the fact that Tyrick Mitchell managed to push Joe Willock into his own goalkeeper, then finish off the chance himself, and then get the goal disallowed—that's <laughs> that, not been dwelt on enough, I would say. So I respect that a great deal. Yes, but <laughs> I, I don't want to get bogged down on this stuff because you know we'll get in trouble for talking about VAR again. And mm. um, but but to me, it's important just to say. This is not about even the laws, and you, and you mm. spoke about it, Marks, on Monday. I think you spoke about the laws of the game and how VAR has potentially drawn a lot of the ire when it's not necessarily meant to. Mm. My take would be slightly different, which would be if you've got people who are watching that yeah. and can't see what they're watching anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. the whole point, the whole thing's pointless. No, well, sure. No, I do agree with that. But this, but people often say, yeah, but it's meant to be clear and obvious, clear and obvious, and people go yeah. back clear and obvious. Well, clear and obvious, like, just, just chuck that out the window because if you're telling me that you kind of go, ah, oh, the referee, he's got that wrong... Um, but I can see why he's getting it, but we think he's got it wrong, but we won't say anything. Yeah. Of course you're going to say something. So yeah. this idea when people bang on it, but it's meant to be clear and obvious, it's kind of like, yeah, that's, that be is real life, yeah. not worth the paper it's written on, mm, if yeah. it is indeed written anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> You'd hope it was written down somewhere, maybe in the FIFA Museum, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but the penalty hope was, so. I can see why the penalty was given, because Corne did get there before the keeper. Antonio had a nice one, by the way. He did. I want Bowen's penalty, well taken. Yeah, mm. very nice. Oh, I really... love how the rain went off the top of the yes. net. Yeah, it's always yeah. 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 great It's almost as good as the Dortmund net rattle. Oh, yeah. when, do you remember um, Erling Haaland's goal against PSG yeah, in the, the Champions League but it, it makes that noise quite consistently yeah. good, it, is, good, good it is, a, is a great rattling net it wouldn't, it wouldn't in, the, in the North if, if Dortmund standard, put Dortmund. rattles up or something like that you know yeah. what, uh, the, the, um, yeah. the do you remember that kind of thing it was mostly in the 90s maybe you guys can maybe put me right where we went through a phase particularly in Serie A and I think maybe in one of the World Cups two of the World Cups perhaps really deep nets mm. really really deep USA yes. 94 USA 94 yes. was the king so, yeah. like so when the ball rolled deep. around it it took about three minutes yeah, yeah. whereas it famously of course at the Dell Southampton's yeah. old ground terrible shallow nets Why is yeah. every... Sampdoria too oh good call well stay yeah. on Southampton for a minute why is every <laughs> contribution they make to the game embarrassing why is it whenever it comes up it's always <laughs> Matt Letitia has got a Tim Four hat on or a goal was disallowed at the Dell because the Nets were so shallow. Or why is it always Mark Hughes? That happened, didn't it? it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. It, hit, it went in the goal, hit the advertising board, and came I out. I don't think again. every contribution they've made. VAR probably would have fucking missed that. that I mean, they they <laughs> they helped to nurture Gareth Bale, did they not? They did. What a contribution! They, they nurtured him. They were allowed him for a short, limited amount of time. We've enjoyed <laughs> one of the yeah, finest left backs they ever had. We've <laughs> we've enjoyed uh, Wayne Bridge. We've enjoyed uh, James Ward Prowse's free kicks. Haven't we? It's all happened in a Southampton shirt. Yeah, Ali Dye. Yeah, I'd, again, great example. <laughs> a total embarrassment for everyone concerned. You like goals, don't you? They've given us a lot of goals recently. <laughs> yeah. I was disappointed that actually um, David Moyes was stood in the rain with a jacket on that had a hood 
mm. and didn't use the hood because yeah. that would have really, really completed the ferryman look. <laughs> There's a real alpha movement <laughs> for people yeah. to not put their hoods up. Apparently, yeah. the scene has been a bit kind of a bit weird. How very strange. I, I, I was in the rain yesterday, and I'm delighted to be able to tell you guys mm-hmm. I put my hood up. Appreciate that. Yeah. Get a brolly if uh, if you don't want to have a hood. More manly. Um, <laughs> West Ham, of course, are struggling in the league at the moment. Only four points from their their first six games and. If the football does happen this weekend, as at the time of recording, we don't know, they will be uh, hosting Newcastle uh, on Sunday. Right, gentlemen, um, Chelsea, they've mm. got a new man in. It's Graham Potter. Mm. It didn't take long, did it? Yeah. Did not take long. I mean, Andy, we uh, did Absolute our... Absolute disaster for Jules Brooks. Oh, my God. And yeah. I just totally get it. Like, yeah. I, I, fans of, of clubs who aren't uh, well look if, big clubs of course they can still be gutted if, if an influential manager leaves but when you think how well Brighton started the season yeah. and them, and themselves I mean Jonathan Wilson wrote a good piece in The Guardian just saying you just never know in football they might be thinking oh okay maybe a top half finish but could we even push for yeah. Europeans yeah. he said you never know with other clubs in disarray that beautiful blank canvas of you never know and of course yeah. a number a few years ago now when Leicester City win the league do you know what I mean is the ultimate yeah. example of that and essentially that's kind of largely all gone you never know a new mm. person comes in and da 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 but it's such a shame for Brighton yeah because they finished ninth last season mm. and they looked on course to have a better season I, than exactly that, yeah. which is which is really phenomenal and it yeah. sh- shows you the work he'd done and it you know it's really a club kind of moulded in his image now and it's it's mm. very very difficult for someone to come in and carry that on that's I, I not it's impossible because the think, foundations are actually amazing, but still. Yeah, I think that's it. I think it is about the foundations. If, if there's any club mm. who are prepared for this, it's Brighton. Mm-hmm. You know, they are a team that's not reliant on a manager or a head coach to create a philosophy. That's why they'll replace him effectively. That's why they'll continue to do well, I think. Mm. I mean, it's, it's easy to think that maybe Potter could push them to the next level. Like we were speaking about on Tuesday's ramble, though, um, Marcus, I, I don't when think... When Tuchel was sacked and we did that. Yeah, I, bonus pod. Yes, bonus. I, I don't think there is a next level for, for... I don't think there would have been a next level for Potter at Brighton, which is sad to say. It's deeply unromantic, but I think it's the truth. The, th- the fact is, if you're him, you think, well, I've, I've done a great job here. We play really exciting football, which, you know, the fans occasionally boo when we don't score. The reason we don't <laughs> score is because... have done that for a while. It's because these... Since last season... <laughs> I think because, you know, they're not able to provide him with that top-ranked striker to put the ball in the back of the net. So that's why there's a ceiling. Mm. That is the sort of thing that Chelsea can provide him with, presumably, down the line. What What is good news for Jules Breach, of course, because reportedly Graham Potter's been asked to, by Chelsea to um, help select their next director of football, which is absolutely crackers, by the way. <laughs> The, the good news good is... work if you can get it. The, the good news is for Jules that he can't take Dan Ashworth because uh, he's already left. So you're going to say the good news plus. for Jules is he's going to recommend her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe, but maybe. It, Andy, is, is that so on, so odd though? Might it, I mean, it's an example of joined up thinking, right? No, it's, it's, it's not. We all have to pick our own boss. Because, <laughs> well, yeah. Just <laughs> his younger exactly. brother. Because <laughs> the coach should be... Really, and I say coach rather than manager because that's what they should be nowadays. The coach should have nothing to do with that. The director of football is there 
to, and this is especially important in a club like Chelsea where they change a the coach very often, mm-hmm. to have like, some sort of straight line philosophy that doesn't rely on who the coach is. It stops waste, um, make sure as you, you've got players who fit for the next coach. Again, we can look at that with Chelsea at the moment because they've got a load of Tuchel players that, that Potter is going to have to align. But, but in always, some case, Tuchel didn't seem to want. Yes, that's, yeah. that's, that's right, despite the fact that he selected them. And I think you, you look at that and it, 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 the, the, the manager slash coach is always going to go for what's best for him in the short to very medium term. Well, Not the big picture for the club. And that's why the two things need to be separate. Do you think it's better that Potter actually picks him rather than, say, Todd Bowley? Because, um, well, he picked himself. Well, it, well, because you know when, when you hear that apparently he drew up a 4-4-3 formation on a tactics board in an early recruitment session with Tuchel, you think to yourself... <laughs> Can that be true, though? Come on. Can that be true? Can we believe it to be true? I'm happy to yeah. believe it. There for, we go. But, but it, I won't believe it until it's on Apple TV. Yeah, I won't, I won't disbelieve it until it's Look, proven. It, it may well be true. Uh, but I think in this country still we have a big problem with not being able to take anyone American seriously in the sport. How yeah. can you say Jesse that? Marsh has the same problem. Mm-hmm. It's the mm-hmm. whole Ted Lasso. That, you know, you know, Scott. I mean, look, this is this is the biggest crime against the biggest crime. This is guilty of is is a crime against the imagination. But you know, Soccer M still do a Bob Bradley thing. Mm. You know, and he's not even been in the game for. <laughs> but, they're, but, they're, for but they're very right. on point there. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The biggest the biggest crime there is against the imagination. But but <laughs> so I, I don't know how true that is, but. But for me, it's a really interesting move for Potter because, and I've said this before about some other managers, but I'm going to say it again. We don't really know how far he can go. Mm. Like everything he's done, he's done pretty well. I mean, you could possibly say that, um, you know, he wasn't at Swansea long enough to have a big judgment against him, but a a big judgment of of his time there. But elsewhere, he's been fantastic. And it just depends on the environment he's going into at Chelsea. I had a little chuckle to myself this morning when I read that um, Andy, Andy will love this, uh, that um, Thomas Tuchel was apparently has been fuming. Mm. That was the word used. Fuming. That's believable. Since Chelsea lost 4-0 to Arsenal in pre-season and has never improved his mood since. Yeah. <laughs> and, has, yeah. and has cut like a really <laughs> irritable figure around the training ground and everything. And that's why they wanted to move on from him and nothing to do with the game against uh, Dinamo Zagreb. No, I think every great relationship is about, you know, silently nurturing yeah. hidden grievance. Well, he's been, Bowley's said there was, there was a falling out. He was just like, this is just not the guy. He seems disinterested yeah. now and so on. And one of the things that, that, that Bowley liked about uh, Potter was in the deal with Mark uh, Cucurella. Yeah. He was impressed how Potter operated and, 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 and but, but chatted the, the, about the, one, th- one thing that's also been implied is that Chelsea went out of their way to grab Aubameyang for Tuchel, yeah. who's basically played an hour under him. Yeah. And, there's, and Tuchel, so, so I think the reason I mentioned, the reason this all links together, and the reason I mentioned the environment Potter's going into, which obviously he's best placed to, um, to, to judge, because I think he's probably quite a clever guy and, and, he, and he's good at his job. So he's obviously made a decision. Is that, you know, what kind of environment are you going into when you, you give a, a manager, a coach or whatever... A big say in two hundred fifty million pounds worth of signings, including a player that's had his best time mm. under you as a coach, and then seven days later or whatever, you, exactly. you sack him. That's yeah. it. There's an inherent contradiction at the heart of it totally. because I think if you see a new owner coming in and wanting to get his own coach, that's fine. Mm. But just don't buy him a shitload of players. Yeah, but Andy first, then then bin him. Just try like to cheer him up. The... He cannot cheer him up. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's like gave somebody... an extra player in the formation. This is what happens. Still cheer him up. This is what happens if you become a billionaire. Just money is no object. But we you know can... people were pointing. Speaking of that, people were pointing out that Todd Bailey. Um, 
he, Bowley. I think it's how you pronounce it. I think it's pronounced Bailey. Actually. Oh, is it really? Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to do that, mate. Or something like that. Doesn't He's matter. American. Yeah. I'll just respect him. Do, you do what you want. He won't care. <laughs> um, there's a, several billion reasons why you won't give a shit. Big Todd. But people were saying that he owns the Dodgers, right? Mm. And he said, they, people were saying that the Dodgers have had the same head coach for, I think, seven years now. Mm-hmm. And it, once he settles on someone that he loves, he, he's actually quite Potter's loose. got a five-year contract. And Potter yeah. is that sort of manager, isn't he? Where he it's the Eddie Howe type, where he he's going to take yes. charge of a lot of things, take responsibility. I think he might do quite well. Jim. I, I think there's well, a chance. Of that. I actually the issue is how um, what happens if they have a run of bad results, where mm. which at Brighton is is you know a bit more acceptable than it is at Chelsea, it's a booing and, and, and how they react to that yeah. kind of pressure. And when they I say saying, they, I mean that you know the essentially they were the saying booly. <laughs> um, can I can I also just point out very very quickly on the Potter thing where yeah we talk about how we think he's going to get on, what he's going to do, and all the rest of it, and how, and how successful he's going to be. But from Potter's point of view, mm. even this this has got a bit at the back of his mind. It doesn't actually matter because his stock isn't going to fall if he gets fired even after six months at Chelsea because it's Chelsea. Mm. He'll walk into another mm. great job yeah. because people will still think he's a great coach well, because that's the basket case that yeah. Chelsea's always been. Because if he's got that, um, you know, Brighton on his CV, what he's done at Brighton in the bag. I, for me, I, I find it um, quite exciting, really. This is a different type of English manager. And we've often, you know, had a, a, a joke about certain English or, or you can widen that to British. We, we're he doesn't careful. seem to be a bellend. No, exactly. Well, then, no, yeah. there's that. Um, and oh, by the way, I uh, happened to walk down by uh, Craven Cottage the other day, um, and uh, there was a guy who looked. I promise you I did a double take who looked incredibly like Sam Allardyce and I was like no what's up what's in there and I was like oh, oh there's no, no news update oh, exclusion zone cool. Allardyce yeah. get out I was like Silva where have you gone with you? No. But, uh, no, uh, but, but with regards to this uh, and I'm, I, I often say English because you know Sir Alex Ferguson we're under British so, so English managers of course have never won the Premier League and, and England do produce good players and have not produced good managers managers at that sort of top level but now with, with Howe getting the, the big job at Newcastle um, and and uh, and Potter going here to a top six side. Other than really Frank Lampard, who went to to Chelsea because of his previous playing connections, and yeah, that uh, feels like an anomaly, doesn't it? It yeah. does, yeah. yeah. And Tim Sherwood was promoted within at Tottenham yeah. Hotspur. Yeah. God bless him. Um, this, this is quite an outlier, but I, I just I, I really hope in that, that that he can do well because I say there's such a, a lack of, of of English managers and a good English managers, especially at that elite level. Yeah, I think a lot of people will be pleased. But you know what Jim was saying about about will you get time at Chelsea? I mean, this is the. I guess, opportunity for the new regime at Chelsea to show that they're different. Mm. On the other hand, Potter is going to be competing against the very best coaches in the world at the top end of the Premier League. Mm -hmm. That is what has made the Premier League ultra-dominant in Europe. The fact that it's not all about buying players, it's about buying the best coaches now. If you imagine, like go back two years, the idea of Antonio Conte being at Tottenham would have Mm. been just ridiculous, wouldn't it? And and look at at it now. Absolutely right. Well, um, Chelsea do have the uh, the small matter of uh, the West London derby, um, possibly tomorrow. Um, Willian goal, we reckon? Well, I know you're talking. Could that could Willian show Chelsea what they've been missing? Um, it'd be nice for Potter to have another crack at Craven Cottage. Having <laughs> failed, <laughs> you suspect that this is what this is all about, don't yeah. you? I think this is entirely what it's about. Yeah. Um, it's He's a driven man. It's quite pathetic, really. Fulham are big tough guys now, aren't they? The lengths they'll go to just to get a positive result at Craven Cottage. Fulham are big tough guys. They are. Jim. At now. the risk of sounding pathetic, name me an Arsenal player harder than Alexandra Mitrovic. <laughs> what are you talking about? You completely misunderstood my point there. It was sincere. You're so insecure. I want 
you didn't understand the joke there. Uh, you're right. Um, go You've on deliberately then. misunderstood it, and I'm here for it. Because they are a lot more robust, and they are physical now, and they yeah. are a bigger challenge for people than they've been in the past few seasons when they've been up here, and I think that's why they're going to do really well. Jao Polina would also beat up all the Arsenal players, Jim. Would he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think Gabriel would deck your dad. <laughs> with like his little finger but when your dad was in his prime <laughs> oh, right. and your dad had his mate I see yeah well <laughs> I don't know what to say about that but we do know that Ross Barkley won't be there yeah we do in, in any of this uh, why would he be involved in a fight with Fulham and Arsenal players I don't know but uh, but he joined Nice last month of course and uh, uh, did you see that uh, coach Lucien Favre uh, appeared to not know what his position, uh, position is. Um, asked when he what he thinks about Barkley and where he'll play. He says, I'm told he's more of an eight. Told. Yeah. J- just told. in case you wondered Perfect. about the uh, scale of Dave Brailsford's current involvement there. Yeah. Mm. I get the sense you might ask Ross Barkley and be like, you know, I actually can't remember. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> True. I don't know what position I'm playing. Mm. Well, uh, speaking of former England players, uh, good news for Brighton, I think, is that Adam Lallana will be interim coach for Brighton's trip uh, to Bournemouth. Yeah, that... Um, but- if it happens this weekend, of course, alongside Andrew Croft. That would worry me yeah. as a Brighton fan. Surely surely there's someone. No, but Potter's taken the whole staff. Yeah, that's right. That, oh, that's that, that's, yeah, the, that's the thing. Isn't isn't why, he's also it? even taken like, his recruitment analysts and everything, hasn't he? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So he's obviously been given the run of the, run of the place. A bit naughty. Yeah. All right, everybody. Let's have a quick break. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If I had an extra hour in the day, I might catch up on the latest football news, take a lovely walk with my dog Sammy, or maybe interview someone using an orange peel and a broken iPhone. You know, normal journalism stuff. But it's not always easy to prioritise our time, and that's where therapy can be an extra helping hand. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Untangle any unneeded worries and start to value your time for you. 
So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Ramble. If you're asking me whether Harry the Hornet, who I presume is the mascot, should dive in that way, I think it's disgraceful. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Oh, you've got to love him. Right, everybody. Manchester City uh, got a good win away to Sevilla in the Champions League. Erlen Haaland got another couple of goals. 12 goals in eight appearances. Still question marks over him. (laughs) I mean, if you are going to have a packed schedule... Having a Champions League game that is basically a training session is mm. a pretty good solution. Yeah. And that's exactly what Manchester City had this, this yeah. midweek. Why, why was Sevilla so bad? Um, on, honestly, Monchi has made a bit of a mess of things. Don't have a I, over, over the last yeah. little while. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It hurts me to do it. Uh, but they are a mess at the moment. I mean, they played against Manchester City with a very young defence and a very old forward line which didn't actually have any forwards in it Deary which me. is possibly the worst combination you can have yeah, yeah. I mean City. they only tried to win the game for about five minutes didn't they or not even win <laughs> just like compete in it mm. <laughs> after that they were like oh god this is knackered this is horrible yeah this is rubbish <laughs> let's just get this done yeah let's yeah. get this over with they won't remember no exactly yeah, yeah. Uh, sad news for Pep though Nathan Redmond has left Southampton for Besiktas <laughs> do you reckon Pep consulted on that I don't know maybe yeah. Yeah. Um, if I was if you Redmond's uh, if 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 you were Redmond's um, agent, it's on his sizzle reel, isn't it? For exactly. sure. Exactly. Go look. Here he is playing for Pep Guardiola. Why else would he interact <laughs> with an opposition? If he was an opposition player, why would he talk to him like that? I enjoyed the lovely video of the signing video of Bajiktas of him like juggling the ball all the way through the stadium onto the onto the pitch. That's nice. And then standing in the centre circle and catching it. Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm not sure it trumps. Galatasaray signing five players on deadline day, including Mauro Icardi and Juan Mata. Ooh. That's pretty good, isn't I it? Thought Juan I mean, Mata had retired, Andy. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so Nathan... did he until yeah. he saw the contract offer. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan Rebens had to move 1,961 miles away <laughs> to get away from Pep Guardo's <laughs> maniacal behaviour. Oh dear! <laughs> well, they've got phone lines. Imagine, in Turkey, haven't they? imagine, imagine if Nathan is um, is playing for Besiktas because mm. obviously he'd be probably playing the wide role. And he's going up and down the touchline, mm. and just at the corner of his eye, in the front row with the program, just sees. Uh, Do you think that's pep. what made him choose Bajiktas? Because apparently he had offers from Fenerbahce and Galatasaray as well. It's the Delhi Alley effect. He, do you think he just sat down and thought? Which of these stadiums is most like a fortress? <laughs> yeah, don't <laughs> let I, pep I, in. I think he wanted to have a meet up and have a have a chinwag with Delhi Alley. Yeah, very possibly. Very possibly. You see, yeah. get him in there. Um, well, yes, uh, Manchester City. Uh, we'll talk about Liverpool in a moment but I I do feel like they might have won the league by early April it does feel like that doesn't it yeah Um, and it's actually terrible news for the league because City have won it what four out of the last five seasons correct and it feels a bit Feels a bit Bundesliga, doesn't it? There's yeah. The danger is that it's going to go that way. But the Bundesliga is meant to be amazing, Jim. Mm. Um, but I thought I thought you might push back on that because they're not top at the moment. Arsenal's they best. Arsenal the, be- the moment, Arsenal but... next best hope, surely. Yeah. Well, and that's why we'll Jim see. says you're, so, we're you're so dominant. You could afford to lose last weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, exactly, and remain yeah. top of the league. But we'll see. I'm, Erling Targaryen frightens the life out of me. I'm not <laughs> yeah. Slowing down anytime soon. He is. Like, he is like a bit like a Targaryen. But he's barely touching the ball. Oh, we ain't got time for this now, Marcus. He's already made me Google it this week. I'm not going to Google it again. Game of 
Thrones. It's either Love Island or Game of Thrones if it's Jim. <laughs> it earlier, is on, <laughs> earlier on, we asked you if you watched a TV show and you said no. And I said, why not? You said, because I love a boycott like Game of Thrones. <laughs> don't come in here and stop moaning that you know what's being said. It was Stranger Things. Stranger Things, that's yeah, right. Yeah. But never, it's, never I mean, it. was it 18 touches that um, Erling Haaland had against... Um, Against fear, it's like, I love, if we, is this going to? I'm just worried yeah. this will get worse. Like, if he when he really yeah. settles into the team, if he has 30 touches, is that six goals? Yeah, I don't <laughs> like, you're, you're absolutely. But this whole kind of, he's only had a certain amount of touches. It's just kind of like he, he's just destroyed that stat. Yeah, you know, he's just I mean, not relevant. Maybe that's efficient. It's maybe super efficient. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I, I'm, I'm just interested in whether his game has always been like that and it's something we're not aware of not you know necessarily watching him week in and week out or, if only we had someone in the studio that could answer that but we don't <laughs> Marcus, move on move on yeah. move on <laughs> I, I think he did develop his all-round game at, at Dortmund like he had no all-round game when it, when he arrived he could just do the stuff in the penalty box but I think you've got to bear in mind that for the second half of last season with Dortmund I've seen a lot of numbers used for Holland saying um you know most of his shots are inside the penalty box. Um, he doesn't have that many touches in the second half of last season. Dortmund are already reaching the point where they're thinking, right, well, we're going to learn to play without him. Yeah. So they slightly evolved that. And also for, for him, they don't really need him to do much of that link play. I mean, the link play that he's done, I think he's done very well yeah. since he's arrived at Manchester City. But like with all those other players, do we want him having 40 touches a game? Yeah. I, I, I don't think so. I think, he, well, if you, as Jim says, you know, you look at the ratio. I think if I was a Man City fan, I'd want him to touch a lot more. Also, if he's super efficient like that, though, and, and effective, it just means the chances are even more frighteningly, he can mm. probably play a lot more games. I mean, exactly. Yeah. Also, when Jim said he had 18 touches against Sevilla, I thought that was just another dig at Sevilla, <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to the normal 12. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. On the Spurs side of the league, because you mentioned Spurs, and of course, the, yeah, yeah. Charleston scoring two goals for them and coming through that Marseille game, which they found a little bit tough in places. They, Almost they a did. Patrick, Luke. It was almost a Pratrick, exactly right. Um, did he score any of them with his left foot? No, the both, both headers, head, right? Yeah, yeah, there you go. The plot thickens. Indeed. Did, yeah. did, did you see him all teary at the end with his family? I know. It's it beautiful. But but the thing is, you've got a situation there where we don't quite know whether his his presence is what's impinging Son or whether it's just a coincidence. Mm. But the point being that that could be spun to a positive anyway because Son hasn't scored a goal yet this mm. season. If Richardson steps up and scores a couple of goals for them to in, on their return to the Champions League, where they really mm-hmm. want to compete, because Conte's got some questions to answer himself about his European record as a, as a coach. Mm-hmm. It was it, it was it was encouraging for Spurs fans for him to come through that because at times it looked quite tough. For them. Well, it was encouraging for Son as well to get a bit of praise from his manager, although not about football. He said, "If I have to find a husband for my daughter, I'd like it to be a person like him." As oh. his daughter, you're terrified hearing yeah. that. So hang on, is he going to? But for Son, that's a prize that money can't buy. That's a prize money can't buy. That's 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 like you know you've actually. You're complimenting me on just mm. the human being I am. Some mm. some things are bigger than football. They are. Speaking of which, Andy ha- Harland. Andy, someone gave you a microphone at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and you were on the pitch. Yeah, talking. I was sick to my stomach when I saw <laughs> that. What's this about? <laughs> yeah. Would you want a competition, had you? Big screen, Brassel <laughs> yeah. with Coity. No dizzy stick involved. Yeah. What was going what, on? What do his what do his pals down at Wimbledon think about that? <laughs> yeah. Well, well no dis- no despise absence. Yeah, exactly. Marcus basically they didn't get mm. the uh, deadline day business they wanted over the line at Spurs. Uh-huh. So they 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 were left with me shaking yeah. Coity's hand love that I was sickened to see it <laughs> <laughs> our listeners weren't Andy he's already delighted. he's already everywhere yeah. that's all he don't need any more work yeah well he's here as well exactly but not on big enough screens before no so, uh, those screens apparently when they were when those screens came out at Spurs I remember getting given the because I was at the first game in the new stadium and doing all the stats those big screens at Spurs in terms of square footage apparently at the time of being unveiled 
were bigger than all the other square footage of all the Premier League video screens put together. No way. Wow. There you go. And if that isn't a claim, if that isn't a team preparing mm. for some kind of facts to obscure the, the idea they might have a poor season, I don't know what <laughs> yeah. it is. Blimey. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, it's, it's a screen worthy of Andy Brassel. It's a real, um, it's a real quiz. Indeed it no is. No one's yeah. seen Andy ever bigger than that. Absolutely not. You're, no, no, no one would have seen you in bigger dimensions than that before. Having said that, my head is quite large in real life. Yeah. Maybe they should put me on a little portable monitor right next time. Frightening. Quite possibly. Um, Look like the Mekon. Andy. Yeah. Liverpool, um, obviously, as we, we keep saying, uh, if it all goes ahead, uh, will be hosting Wolverhampton Wanderers uh, tomorrow. Liverpool battered 4-1 by Napoli in the week. It is really looking bad for Liverpool. I mean, the, the manner of, of some of those goals scored by Napoli, it was highlighted a lot, the body language from, from some of those players on, I forget which goal it was, the second or third one. This is very strange. They now, were just so sluggish, weren't they? But I this, mean, yeah. is, is this the is this the season the the, 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 the season the, too far? Yeah, yeah we I, saw that at Dortmund, of course. Yeah, I, I wanted to pick up on something that Luke said actually. Oh, um, oh, going Jesus. going back a couple of weeks, that that idea that actually maybe, especially because all the last seasons have been so condensed, like, Liverpool are just exhausted. You know, because Luis Diaz looks like the only one who's got something mm. about him. Of course, he's not been playing. That yeah, much I, I, th- I think I think the thing you've got to add on, uh, onto that as well, because he's brought because he's a Klopp type of player. Yeah. The fact that um, they're all a bit older now. Yeah, and you know, I think you've looked at that midfield for a, a lot of this season, and Harvey Elliott has stood out by a mile. Now, mm. of course, his form has been fantastic, mm-hmm. but I think it's also an indication of the way that the rest of the midfield is, mm. is 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 moving. It all seems a bit static and yeah. unlivable. Now, of course, with the signing of Artur, who of course came on for a, a little cameo and it was way, way too late. And I think, as I said before, will take a while to to get to mustard. I think it's it's maybe an idea that Klopp's looking at that and thinking, you know what, we we can't play Blood and Thunder all the time. Maybe we have to look at some sort of different way to to approach things. Mm. I mean, it was their, their worst European result since losing 5-1 to Ajax in December I mean, 1966. It, it should wow. have been much worse than it was. Mm. I mean, they, they yeah. realistically, they should have conceded six. They, yeah. they, they might have done it. Yeah. Aussie, Aussie men well. stayed on. And it was a missed penalty as well. Yeah. Um, Aussie men hit the post in the first yeah, 30 seconds. Van Dijk cleared off the line. Yeah. Like, it, yeah they, but Van Dijk himself Napoli looks... just overran them. Sure, but I mean, Van Dijk himself looks a shadow. I mean, Joe Gomez... It's obviously unaware. It's yeah, a World and, Cup year. He and, and this, this <laughs> James Milner are coming for a lot of criticism about well, pace in particular. Well, they, they've, they've all they started games so slowly mm. every single time I've seen them. That stat that's been knocking around about them losing the f- going behind in eight of the last 10 Premier League games. 11 of the last 15 overall. There you go. It is crazy. You, and, and what that means, I think, in mm. real terms also, is it means that you're talking about playing in a slightly different way, playing with maybe a different way to that intensity we're used mm-hmm. to seeing. Well, it's very hard to do that if you're going behind every game, every game, mm-hmm. because you have to open yourself up. You open yourself up and you play in that way, and you have fullbacks that play so high, and they're maybe not on the greatest of forms. And you've got the centre backs who, who are also in poor form, and you've got an absolute decimated midfield through injury, which they have. Mm-hmm. And maybe you throw into the mix a Henderson and Milner, where it's you know these have got miles on the clock. These players, mm-hmm. um, it's a recipe for disaster. It, it is. It does feel like they're post-title season quite a lot already, doesn't mm-hmm. it? But I mean, at least they managed. You know, they finished fourth that year, and and and. Klopp so how, how many is Alisson going to have to score this season? Yeah, well, absolutely. <laughs> no, but you're right, Andy. I mean, it really is, uh, and also as well for Liverpool, it's a World Cup year in in, in a very strange year. Now, mm. okay, Salah will get a bit of a rest there, but you know, a lot of their big players will will be called up. You would certainly think. I've got to say that's Sadio Mane's parting gift. Well, Mane, he'd be delighted. <laughs> Making sure players. Salah gets rested. <laughs> Speaking of that, that midfield as well, you look at that midfield. That if if the game goes ahead between Liverpool and Wolves. Um, because Liverpool are Anfield against Wolves at the weekend, 
And th- there's talk that they'll play Thiago, Artur and Harvey Elliott in that midfield, right? Wow. Which is, wow. That, that's what Opta is saying at the time of recording. Mm. And you think to yourself, okay, technically that's a great, that's a great midfield technically and you've got a lot of energy in there with Elliot but you wonder if they'll just get bullied they'll just get well, absolutely bullied yeah. and, 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 and that then in turn puts pressure on the centre-backs which of course puts pressure on the rest of the team and, and the whole cycle just continues mm-hmm. and I don't know how they're going to snap out of it Klopp sounded absolutely bereft after that game well he said didn't he said we need to reinvent ourselves or yeah we go right back to basics or something like yeah, that I mean yeah. they, they need to I mean because it's a very talented squad but as you say it's got a lot of problems and there'll be more pressure on Harvey Elliott to perform and there'll be pressure, and it all, he's already got a winning goal, of course, but for um, Fabio Carvalho to maybe get involved as well. Because... Well, you thought that would kickstart their season. Yeah. That Newcastle goal, you think, that right, well, we're up and running with now. result and yeah. the Newcastle, but the fact is, you know, they're the only two that they've won in the last seven in all competitions. Mm. It's, it's funny, it's when, when you're talking about them being bullied, potentially, by, by Wolves, why are you lot holding off on what I really want to talk about here? Diego Marcus? Costa is back in business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that confirmed? Uh, well, he arrived at uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers yesterday after his work permit was accepted on appeal. Yeah. Um, he's not He's not going to be registered quickly enough. Though. Yeah, well, Wolves are apparently... Because uh, otherwise he'd definitely be fit. I, definitely I, I, be fit. <laughs> what I love about this, Wolves were apparently confident of the initial rejection being overturned due to his pedigree as an elite athlete. Um, so he's expected to sign today. Yeah, he's played a hundred club games since leaving Chelsea in 2017, which, if you're not sure, is not that many. Yeah. Um, Twenty games a year. Are, they, are uh, Wolves going to need him for more than that? Probably <laughs> not. Probably not, Jim. Well, they've hope not. So this is good news. However, Wolverhampton Wanderers—they must be fans of the ramble because um, their rumoured backup plan, if they didn't get in Diego Costa, was apparently Andy Carroll. This is strange. So they really were doing us a solid. How here. far down the list was John Parkin? If it's not a Portuguese player, they just don't know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> they've, got, they've got like like a football Portuguese manager, uh, language, uh, yeah. Portuguese speaker. Yeah, well, you, well, Costa, I suppose. But you, what I'm saying is, if you've got an amazing amount of depth of, squ- of scouting knowledge and perhaps, you know, dare I say, in the pocket of, of George Mendes, you know what you're doing in that part of the world. Everything else you just, oh, I've never really thought about it before. To no. Everything else is like fucking Mordor. <laughs> just grab anyone. Mm. We don't know what's going on there. Yeah, what's your fancy for dinner tonight? Nando's <laughs> or... A pastel de uh, yeah. <laughs> Nando's and Natas the same every yeah. time. That's what that, we want. Uh, that suit me. Yeah. I'd sign on for that for the rest of is my Nando's life Nando's right truly Portuguese though? Andy? I'd eat it. Marcus, it's back to you. No, well, it, because it's interesting, <laughs> the history of Nando's, actually Southern African, you know, yeah. a lot of Portuguese influence. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone's yeah, been kept waiting and has been reading the stories off the wall. <laughs> yeah, the it's a fan. It, I, I like it. I like it, Andy. I like to know... What well, wherever I, you're going, you need to go to a Nando's with better service. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah. What's the one in Putney like? They're very good. There you go. I've heard. Nice view of the river while you're waiting 30 minutes for your dinner. It's not on the river, you fool. <laughs> uh, um, Oi, you've embarrassed yourself there, yeah. Michael, yeah. What's oh, he talking about? I don't know. Get yourself back to Spurs. <laughs> it's clearly on Upper Richmond Road, not on Lower Richmond yeah. Road, okay? Oh, basics. Yeah, exactly, oh, yeah. Sorry. Next next thing he's set the king of sorry. <laughs> next, next thing he's going to be turning us, he orders the, uh, the minted peas as a side. Oh, I bet he does. Come no, on. No comment. No, no, come no chips on. for the carb dodger. Um, <laughs> uh, elsewhere, by the way, former Liverpool uh, goalkeeper Loris Carius has apparently signed a contract at Newcastle after an injury to Carl Darlow left them with no backup goalkeepers to Nick Pope. This uh, does really, really furthers their claim to be the most handsome squad in the league. Mm. Shah and Callum Wilson nah, in there. And now, now Carrius. He is Wolves gonna... are number one for me. Go on. Oh, come on. He's oh, go- any he's player, look... Just pick any of their players. <laughs> yeah, Connor Cody's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Neves yeah. 
Nunez, uh -huh. Guedes, Neto, Neto Moutinho. Who's uh, the lad with the big hair? Fabio yeah. Silva, he's on loan in, in Belgium, isn't yeah, he? He's yeah. still a player, though. Still counts. You know. Oh, check his registration, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> he's at Wolves. He's at Wolves. Yeah. All I can say is Karras is going to look incredible in the uh, Newcastle kit, as Donny said, when uh, he makes his debut yeah. in November yeah, yeah, in the yeah. League Cup against Palace. I'll also, say, I'll also say, I mean, you're right to intimate earlier, Marcus, that mm -hmm. Diego Costa may well bring that average down and Newcastle may pip him. Yeah. But we'll, we'll see. We'll we shall see. Yeah. All right, everybody. It's time for this. Dean Smith also says you're an encyclopedia of football. A what? An encyclopedia of football. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Jack's encyclopedia and who's in the chair today? Russell! Yeah! yeah. Oh. This is exciting. So, um, obviously, this is our thrilling Friday game. Um, it's given such a pep to Friday's show, I think. I agree. Um, just a quick reminder for anyone who hasn't heard the game yet. Um, I give each one of the players a category and all you have to do is give me an answer to fits in, that fits into that category. So you keep going around giving answers and if you can no longer give a correct answer, you're out. And if I think you're taking too long, there's the countdown clip. It's Torres oh! to give Chelsea a place in the Champions League final. All right, Gaz. <laughs> you have you have until the end of Gary Neville's goalgasm uh, to give me a correct answer. Uh, of course, you can't repeat any previous answers. It's a bit like the mallet's mallet of football games. Yeah, it is a bit, actually. I was thinking that yeah. the other day, yeah. Yeah, uh, no one will be harmed with a cushion or actual... Where will you give us our plaster? I want one on my chin. Oh, yeah. That's a very, a very obscure Loads reference. Loads of people won't Give me a whack away, Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> um, the last person standing then gets the point. There will be three rounds, and I have a tiebreaker question in case you are all drawing at the end. So this is the first category. Okay. Um, well, first, this is my debut, by the way. Oh, is yeah, that right? Yeah, yeah my Ooh, debut. Sorry, well, well, you still don't get to go first. Marcus gets to go first. Look, he's Why doing not? his he's doing his cocky Friday yawn, listeners. Oh, <laughs> let's see those guns. Close your laptop, there Jim. We go. I want to make sure there's fair play here. Fair you'll, play. You'll like this, Spells. Yeah. England players we who go. have taken pens in World Cup shootouts. I like it. Oh, that's a really great category. That's a very yeah. good one. There yeah. are 19. I okay. like that. I like that. Um, uh, we're off? Yeah, you're yeah. away. Go on, Spells. Gary Lineker. Correct. Who's next, Jim or me? Uh, that would be Luke. Okay. Um, it's I would almost certainly David Platt. Jimbo? Ashley Cole. Ooh. Oh, no. Oh, you're thinking Euros, oh, bruv. Yeah. You're thinking yeah. Euros, bruv. Oh, down to me and Prick market. lets me down every time. <laughs> <laughs> that was an olive branch, wasn't it? And yeah. he's just thrown and it in your face. Yeah, yeah. Some would say you've used that wrong answer as a Trojan horse to dig <laughs> one in Ashley Cole there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so taking penalties in penalty shootouts in World Cups for England. Marcus, you're Correct. Back. You're yeah. back. It's Marcus again, is Stop it? stalling, get on Stuart with it, or I'll get to the goalgasm. Stuart Pearce is a good answer. Um. Okay. Not to put any pressure on you, we all know Italia 90 is your specialist subject. Yeah, you say that. Mm -hmm. I think I I'm... I'm going to have to hurry you up. I'm, I'm going to say Wayne Rooney. <laughs> <sighs> Mate, why not Chris Waddle? Yeah. 
Could have had Str- could have Chris Waller, couldn't I? Yeah. You could have had Alan Shearer, you could have had Michael Owen, you could have had Paul Mercer, See, you could have had David Batty, Paul Lynch. That's like when you're playing pool or snooker and you've got a couple over the pocket and you think, I'll come back to those mm. for later. It's a point to mark. You could have had Frank Lampard, Stephen Gerrard, Jamie Carragher, Owen Hargreaves. Oh, you, you can name all of them. You can name all of them. By the way, I'm... It's, it's like I'm, when he's playing FIFA, yeah, you, humming the theme tune to Match of the Day while he takes around your players. Unbearable. The thing about I hate about it is that everyone who listens thinks he's a good bloke. I know. How dare you? Right. By the way, no, my lawyers are going to see, see to that, Andy. I'm, I'm governing this game, Luke, and I know you knew to being a contestant, but yeah. it's not a point to Marcus until I say it's a point to Marcus. Okay, sorry, okay. go ahead. It's a point to Marcus. Well done. Right now, despite Speller's um, attempts to spoil that, um, he will be retaining the point, and I will be going through the rest of the answers. Okay. Shearer, Waddle, Batty, mm. Eric Dyer, Frank Lampard, Harry Kane, Jamie Carragher. Rare score in 2006, of course, in that shootout against Portugal. Uh, Trippier, Rashford, Owen, Hargreaves, Henderson, Ince, Paul Merson, Peter Beardsley, Stephen Gerrard. Category two, Premier League winning captains. Jim will go first. These are the club captains for that season. By the way, you've got 15. Okay. Uh, Jim, please start us off. John Terry. Your favourite one, I assume. Mm -hmm. Tony Adams. Tim Sherwood. Ah, I like what you're doing Good, there. good. Roy King. Good one. Steve Bruce. This is where the game flies. It's getting hot now. Great. I like it. <laughs> I'm going to steal another one. I'm going to steal one from Jim. Um, Patrick Vieira. Ding-a-ling-a-ling. Jordan Henderson. Ooh. Very good. Very good. Ryan Giggs? Oh, Rogue Shout. He's got it. Oh, well done. <laughs> really good. I, I just went saying that name. Can I throw it back over to Jim Campbell by saying Wes Morgan? Naughty. Very That's a good guess, really right? Really I've done good. it. Really yeah. good. Okay. I feel safe until until he gets his answer and I've got to start shooting. Yaya Toure? <laughs> ah! um, so close. Thank you, Jim. Uh, Vincent Company. Yeah, busted. <laughs> <laughs> Little sister. Yeah. Oh, good. Congratulations on being the David Nugent of this game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. It's Torres. That's early. <laughs> What's she got for me? David Silva. Too late. Too late, too late will be the cry. It's, right also, it's also incorrect. Mm. Yeah, as we get it out there. Yeah, you got. Marcus Speller wins. Easy for you, 2 0. Yeah. I was lucky then. There was an assist from Jim. Yeah. Well, I, I, I was going for a City player next. Would you have had company? Uh, company wasn't the one that leapt to mind. I think. Um, Seems obvious afterwards. It's so very obvious. I'm going to quickly give you the ones that you didn't get. Brian Robson, Ooh. who of course won the first ever Premier League yeah. with uh, Manchester United. Eric Cantona, Fernandinho. Yeah. Fernand, uh, yeah, I wouldn't have said it. Gary Neville and Nemanja Vidic. I was yeah, some of that. Okay, I wouldn't I was have actually gonna those guess it. I was actually going to guess it, Gary Neville, when I heard that. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. thing. But anyway. Now look, th- these Friday games, they're all, always about the consolation goals as well. Fine. We yeah. want to be completed. I get to go first when the game's over. You do, you do get to go first. 
<laughs> UK hit singles recorded by English football oh teams, domestic and international. Football team. Okay. I'm glad I got this sewn up. <laughs> I'll go for, uh, would you just want the name of the song? Um, yeah. Um, back Home. Sorry, so clubs and national Clubs sides. and national. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. But specifically recorded by the team. Yeah, they yeah. have to be involved. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Jim? Come on, you Reds by Man United. Good one. Um, m- well, okay. Move, move, move like a red tribe dude. <laughs> Very good. I, I, I might have over-egged the title there, but I've got to get me a point. Uh, not a point, a, a, a ding. It, it pains me. Ding it, bruv. <laughs> Disgusting. Oh. I, get, I guess I'm going to have to go with... I don't think the people who recorded that actually remember it. 1996, man. So it's, yeah. t- it's teams, right? It's not... in. Individual players as well. It's no, yeah, no, you, you can't have diamond lights. Yeah, and you can't, you can't have Andy Cole doing outstanding. outstanding yeah. yeah, no, I think something we all we all miss out. Regret. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll go with I'll go with the rather obvious world in motion, which was recorded by New Order and the England Football. Oh, okay, well played, well played. Yeah, have you seen the video? They're all in it. They are. They are. Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> Blackburn Rovers. <laughs> uh, that's got to happen. That's got to happen. When you win the champo this season, lads. Oh, dear. Yeah. I'll have uh, Aussies going to Wembley. Ah, nice. Chaz and Dave. Yeah, and, Sp- and Spurs. Hotspur. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose we can give you that. Well, that's a correct answer, Andy. That's why. <laughs> well, it's Aussie's dream, it's called. Yeah, it? fine, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah mm, mm, appreciate, sure appreciate the charity there, Andy. Yeah. I'll row back a bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Um, the, um, the Anfield rap. <sighs> nice. That's a good one. You know who wrote that? Go on. Jay-Z. The Australian Jay-Z, Craig Johnston. Oh, yeah, he did. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Back at use, brother. Um, I'll I've have, got three more in my locker, just so you know. Um, Chelsea, Chelsea. Uh, Blue Day, Shugs, Chelsea. Nice. Very good, that. Chelsea, So that Chelsea. was with the team. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised by Capsule. how many of these are with the team. Yeah. Keep asking them questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, good. Okay. Um... It's tough, isn't it? It's Torres oh! to give Chelsea a place in the Champions League final. The headline has been... Don't come home too soon, Delamitri. I was, oh, that was my next one. Uh, no, no way, I thought that was Is one. that just Delamitri then? Yeah. I thought that was Delamitri with the... It was the official team for the Scot- song for the Scottish that. team, but they weren't involved. It was the, the far too cool John Collins was not involved. Just as, just as the England no, no, squad I... weren't involved when Simply Red did We're In This Together. So who could the official ni- a, Euro 96. There was a lot of them involved yeah. there. Yeah. Do I, I need to get you one? To get yeah, one, you yeah. do. For your whitewash. For 3-0. Oh. Hit your button, Brassel. No, no, not yet, Andy. Um, no, I'm not, Jim. Otherwise, I'd have said an answer. Yeah. Oh, spiky. He's rattled. Um, World Cup Willie. Was that with the team? More still in. More still in. Right, back to you, Lukey. Okay, so we're back again. So I've got another, I've got a reprieve. The yes. problem is I can't think of a single answer. So it's going to be tough. Uh, I guess I'll just go with... Um, uh, it's a gamble. In '98, was the Badil and Skinner three lines with the England team by that point? I'll just guess that. Oh, it's good. It's not right. Oh, <laughs> well, 
got. This is massively from left field, and I'm not sure it involved the team or not, but the Leeds United Calippo, or Calypso, sorry. Calippo's an Iceland. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Was that with the team? This is outrageous. I believe it. Look, we've got family to get home to. This could go on forever. (laughs) The tiebreaker now is going to be sudden death. The first person to answer here, Mm. okay? Yeah. First one of you to answer. Mm. 1975 West Ham United Cup final song. Oh, how was going to get that? I wouldn't even blow bubbles. For that, you get another one of these. Instead of moaning, I should have just thought about it and I would have got it. Well played, Marcus. Bloody hell. Never want to hear two of those in one show. Oh, no. Oh, no. So, there we go. Speller, 3 0. How many? uh, Can we name some others that we didn't get? No, we can't. There are far uh, far too many. There's too many. um, (laughs) Ridiculous. Maybe tell you. Name us a couple obvious ones that we missed. uh, Shouting for the Gunners, 1993. Do you remember that, Jim? No, absolutely not. Uh, Pass the Movies, Liverpool Groove. I remember that one. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Of of course. I don't remember Arsenal doing hot stuff in 98 either. Oh, I do. Looking for the Arsenal playing some hot stuff. I remember that, yeah. Ray Parler's definitely involved. Awful, yeah. Anyway, why was there not a Portsmouth Players Cup final song? Do you know what? Nothing has annoyed me more (laughs) than when that category got announced. I thought, Bobby, another one. I cannot think of the Portsmouth one. They must not have had one. Oh, what a shame. They could have done something with the bell. Could have done something with with Joe Jackson from Portsmouth, obviously. Could have done one from the bass player from the beta band from Portsmouth. (laughs) (laughs) And the bloke with the bell, as Andy says. Oh, there we are. Just referred to him as the bell. (laughs) Quite a a repetitive song, wouldn't it? (laughs) It would. Well, thank you very much, everybody, for listening to the Football Ramble Preview Show, part of the Acast Creator Network. It's been an absolute pleasure. Have a marvellous weekend. Thank you very much, Luke Moore. Thank you. Thank you, Andy Brassel. Thank you. Thank you, Jim Campbell. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. See you soon. Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.